welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 817. So you would not be offended if I were to... I made an inarticulate gesture with my bandaged hand. You are young and energetic, she said. It is a healthy thing for you to do. Why would I be offended? Do I suddenly own your sex that I should be worried about you giving it away? Vashet stopped as if something had just occurred to her. She turned to look at me. Are you offended that I have been having sex with others all this while? She watched my face intently. I see you are startled by it. I am startled, I admitted. Then I did a mental inventory and was surprised to discover I wasn't sure how I felt. I feel I ought to be offended, I said at last, but I don't think I am. Vashet nodded approvingly. That is a good sign. It shows you are becoming civilized. The other feeling is what you were brought up to think. It is like an old shirt that no longer fits you. And now, when you look at it closely, you can see it was ugly to begin with. I hesitated for a moment. Out of curiosity, I said, how many others have you been with since we were together? Vashet seemed surprised by the question. She pursed her mouth and looked up at the sky for a long moment before shrugging. How many people have I spoken with since then? How many have I sparred with? How many times have I eaten or practiced my katan? Who counts such things? And most Adem think this way, I asked, glad to finally have the chance to ask these questions. That sex is not an intimate thing? Of course it is intimate, Vashet said. Anything that brings two people close together is intimate. A conversation, a kiss, a whisper, even fighting is intimate. But we are not strange about our sex. We do not feel shame about it. We do not feel it important to keep someone else's sex all to ourselves like a miser hoarding gold. She shook her head. More than any other, this strangeness in your thinking sets you barbarians apart. But what of romance, then? I asked, slightly indignant. What of love? Vashet laughed again, then, loud and long and vastly amused. Half of Hert must have heard it, and it echoed back to us from the distant hills. You barbarians, she said, wiping moisture from her eyes. I had forgotten how backward you are. My poet king was the same way. It took him a long, miserable time before he realized the truth of things. There is a great deal of difference between a penis and a heart. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. And we're back with... Uh, restrictive jockstrap. <laughs> that is a that is a good. Jeremy, you were having today. so much fun, you forgot to say what it's the end of. Oh, it is the end of the chapter. Yes, yeah. it is. I'm glad that you guys have me back on uh, for this because Vashet's um, just her difference from the rest of the Adam and her willingness to joke with both, and just the fact that she is fucking laughing so hard that the whole city probably hears it when these are not loud people and is just like pulling this guy's leg this is just so funny to me the fact that she is she's just like all right let me tell you some boy i done been fucking up and down every (laughs) bush in this tree and you were just realizing you got this ugly ass shirt on you've had your whole life you can go share your anger with every anyone you want boy well, we know it, that laughter no, is of the Lathani, so it makes sense that she can do it loudly true. without worrying. Yeah, but it's it also does, I think, really crystallize what the Adam attitude towards sex is. Like when she says, when he's like, well, how many people have you screwed besides me since we've known each other? And she's like, I don't know, how many people have I talked to every day? Like, I don't think about it. I'm not keeping track. Like, mm-hmm. that's how little importance they place on it. 
Mm-hmm. I love the metaphor of the shirt. I feel like that's a great metaphor for discarding old ideas that no longer serve you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got to say, it's a good thing they they have the case. Okay, this is, we might, I don't know if we need to bleep this. But between all the fighting and f***ing, they've got to be like sore, right? Like mm-hmm. if I've been having a lot of sex, my body's like tired, right? That's why they're constantly doing yoga to like I guess that's up. why they're constantly doing yoga. I could not live here. I'd be dead in two I minutes. I imagine it's sort of like working out. Like the more you do it, the more yeah. you can. No, you yeah. know what? It's like the Olympic Village. It's a fuck fest it of, is. That's true. of international oh God, proportions. Because everybody mm-hmm. is at the peak of their physical yeah, prowess. All these, they're like, all like competitive. Bruce yeah. Yeah. looking like super toned people. Uh, yeah. But then I wonder, but then that asks the question, because not every ADEM is a mercenary, right? So is it like, do the mercenaries try to keep it within themselves? Or is like everybody, you know, like are the normal bakers and stuff, you know, really like trying to shoot their shot? Or is it just like, are the mercenaries standoffish? I don't think so. I don't get that sense, but I do get the sense because the mercenaries occupy kind of like a higher social status that if you as an ordinary non-mercenary villager, like scored with a a, a mercenary, like you would be like, Hey, but everyone still does the Catan, right? Like that's still part. Yeah, it's true. Even if you're not a mercenary, you still have a Catan. So everyone, I feel like the, I think the the social strata thing is, is relevant, but I'm sure the beauty standards are different. I'm sure Mm -hmm. it's not about like going after those who are the most cut. I'm sure there's like different uh, strokes for different folks. One, but then I wonder about, and, and, but then that begs the question of, you know, no one talks about husbands or wives. And I wonder how the children are parented. If they have no concept of fatherhood, you know, how are the kids raised? And then, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to wonder, uh, you know, who's hooking up with who, who's having kids, where are the kids raised? I feel like there are a lot of questions. We just don't know a lot about this society. Yeah. We do know that they're very community oriented though. Yeah. So it's reasonable to expect that like, the, the children would probably be raised together uh, in like a community setting. Yeah, I'm extracting this from context, but I think it's sort of like the, you know, like it takes a village mentality where everyone kind of pitches in to raise, like they definitely talk about mothers and like relationship to mothers. Maybe that's why Magwin is, is grandmother. We talked about this on a previous episode that we were arguing about whether or not Magwin was actually her, her maternal grandmother, but maybe it's like, if you were around for the raising of a child, even if they're not literally your grandmother, you still kind of consider them family in that way. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. that would make a kind of sense. Like, cause you know who your mom is because Celia knows who her mom is, right? Like it's like, that's her mom, but it does, it would make a kind of sense if they had a sort of creche model of raising kids where like mm-hmm. they don't, there's not necessarily a, like a super strict, like nuclear family structure. Yeah, and they probably have daycares and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We don't really see a lot of kids, mm-hmm. or at least like what they're doing during. They the might day. have a system where just like people who are better suited to it, like who really enjoy the company of children, are like more likely to be hanging out with them. It makes me think of the giver, the way that there are in that society, there are people who are just designated to be mothers. Now, I don't think that they're doing that, 
but I wonder it, how mo- if motherhood is, you know, revered in that society and, you know, what they think of it. I think it's probably something akin to, to that where like, like something more than just a school, but you like, you still like maybe go home and like live with your, you know, your mom and maybe your dad, but you probably spend a lot of your childhood in the company of a bunch of other kids and being minded by people who enjoy like raising and nurturing kids. And like, maybe if your parents are those kinds of people, then they take a more active role in raising you. And if they aren't, then maybe other people in your community take a more active role in raising you. As Nick said, it kind of, it takes a village. Yeah. It's just, it's the, you know, the more I talk about it with you guys and think about it, it's just kind of the more questions I have. And this is why this podcast is so fun and the way you guys do it, because I read these a lot and I listen to them a lot and I don't necessarily pay attention. But when we, when you guys are doing it page at a time, I pick up on little shit like this. So I think this is why, you know, people really like your podcast one because of the rapport you guys have, but also just, you know, we kind of miss this little stuff and it's fun to just kind of really go crazy and bear down on something. So well, and these are the kinds of little, first of all, thank you. That's very kind. Go women. These are, go women. <laughs> yeah. but, but these are the kinds of like world building details that I enjoy because they prompt imagination, right? It mm-hmm. makes you wonder like, huh, how do they handle child rearing in this society? Uh, those are the kinds of, of questions that I like thinking about. Me too. And these are the kind of things that, you know, for someone like you, Jeremy, who, who writes, I mean, this is the kind of shit that people who create worlds and create characters have to do so much work to put in that sometimes we don't even see. Like, Pat probably has a whole, you know, a whole structure for this society that Quoth didn't need to know about ADEM daycare. Yeah, so exactly. Hear about it. Rothfuss might know about it. Exactly. Yeah. The way, you know, again, George Lucas knew about apparently knew about ahsoka right had ahsoka in his mind years before she came along uh-oh nick's making nick a face is making a face. star wars i'm sure he had some idea that there was an apprentice somewhere but i do not believe for an instant that george lucas had like the fully formed story of ahsoka uh, n- no but what around. he did have in his mind is a teenage girl running around with the tube top that's where oh, he yeah, started no, no doubt no doubt. that's where he started <laughs> That's where we all start, really. <laughs> In our low-rise jeans. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I, I read the, the line about the miserable time that the Poet King had uh, as the Poet King was in love with Vashit. Vashit was sleeping around the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he did not sign up for non-monogamy, and she had to explain to him, like, look, I don't believe in monogamy, so if you want some of this, you're going to have to live with the way I live my life. And I wonder if it's also while protecting the poet king i like the read that she fell in love with him but i wonder if also she was just giving him any general advice because you know about maybe getting married off right if this is a king who i i don't know again the poet king is is so fascinating i love wondering who the hell that dude is yeah i I do get the sense that she was an advisor as well like she wasn't just a bodyguard she was like a trusted it does seem like the, anyway, they had a relationship. She certainly speaks fondly of him. 
And I do, just saying, you know, with her laughing again, I wanted to mention that she did study the path of joy. So that could mm-hmm. be, you know, part of the reason she's, I think Vashev is so cool. I'm going to dye my hair and get jacked so I can play her in a movie. Hell yeah. And start <laughs> yeah. aging backwards. Yeah, sick goals. Curious case of our Benjamin Button. <laughs> I feel like Vashev could could be like, in her 30s. oh i feel like she's in her 40s i feel like 40s like even you know yeah. even like you get michelle Yeoh really? could probably thought, play a bachelor yeah Kvothe said he she was only like 10 years older that i mean you can get yeah but i picture she her was at least 10 years older yeah. than him. <laughs> i certainly picture her in a certain way and like if we think about like we know that uh she's if mogwin is her like blood relative grandmother that we can Say based on like the relative look of Mogwin, like like generationally speaking, how old we think she might be based on that. So we know she's young enough to have her grandmother still alive, but that puts you in a pretty wide bracket. So <laughs> Yeah, and also depending, you know, how old mom and grandma were when when they had the their kids were children. Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Archie, you mentioned yesterday that there was a line on this page that you really liked. What is that line? It's the penis and the heart line. I just <laughs> think it's funny. But also, I do, I like the line before it, you know, about her laugh, loud and long and vastly amused, and that half of Parrot may have heard it and it echoed. I can just kind of like see that in my mind. I kind of like that image, and I just appreciate that she's able to be close friend and kind of you know give him as much as she pushes him and causes him anxiety she she i think she really tries to see in him the lathani and the good and what shay and sees. she is trying with this dude and i i appreciate that about her absolutely it's nice to have a loud boisterous woman as well like it's it funny is... that even though culturally they are quiet. She is still loud and boisterous and unashamed. Well, and she's seen, we know that she's seen here as like a little bit wild, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I like that. And, 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 you know, I will say there's not many women in the book who really have this much power over Quoth and know this much more than him about something. All, most of his teachers, when we're talking about learning sympathy, learning naming, you know, those are men teaching him big things and having this big impact. So it's cool that he has a female teacher to help, you know, help guide him through that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. basically Vashed and Falurian. Yeah. And I mean, what, you know, probably by the end of the book, Denna and Ari as well. I think they're going to. They're going to teach him or help him or bring him, you know, through something or to something. Yeah. And as we alluded to what in a previous episode, what did they get out of it? Is Quoth being a good friend back to them? To Ari, maybe. To Ari, maybe. Yeah. To Denna, I don't know. To Will and Sim, you know, if all they want is free drinks and some excitement, then yeah. What a great friend. If they need someone to show up for them and, you know, give them advice and remember well, to come to their soccer games, I don't know if Quoth's that. I I think that's being a little bit unfair to Quoth. I think we don't see those things in large part because they don't make for, like, exciting, like, scenes. Sure. 
Yeah. Because I think yeah. if he wasn't like f- at least fun to hang around with and and be friends with, then they wouldn't be friends with him. Because he because there he has so many qualities that make him an insufferable pain in the ass. So if he's not at least fun to hang out with. Uh, then they wouldn't hang out with him. Because also, he's not buying them drinks all the time. He's broke as shit. That's, well, and he's using his credit. He's using yeah. his credit to get them drinks. Yeah. We can litigate this on a future page. Jordana, is there anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, I only have my final note. Well, why don't we get on to your final note? All right. It is the end of a chapter. This chapter was called Secrets and Mysteries. And of course, they're speaking of the secrets of the heart. Uh, they're okay. also speaking of the secret the secret that Quoth has been keeping, uh, that he is like yes. a wizard. Uh, they're speaking of yes. the mystery of the, uh, the Rinta that Quoth wants to know about. Yes. They're speaking of actual like legit mm. secrets. I have the secret. And of course the mystery um, of the difference between the penis and the heart. Mm. Exactly. Yes. That's the, that was the joke I was going after, but sort of half only, only half. You got it. there. You got there. <laughs> yes. We got there eventually. Congratulations. And we'll all get there together at least once. On tomorrow's page. Uh, the. <laughs> 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 <laughs>